Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome into the PHNX Sun Devil Show brought to you by the DraftKings Sportsbook app, America's top-rated sportsbook app. Don't forget to leave a like, subscribe, a comment wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Anthony Totry, joined on this Friday fun day by Sean DePaz, Shane Diefenbach. Boys, big Friday today. Yeah, excited. Really, really excited for what's about to come on um, these next uh, couple minutes. Oh, yeah. Got a lot to talk about. The most important part of our day is we get the luxury of talking to former ASU quarterback, former Dallas Cowboys and Tampa Bay Buccaneers quarterback, Rudy Carpenter. Rudy, thank you so much for joining the show today. Yeah, thanks for having me on. I appreciate it. When Whenever anybody talks about me playing in the NFL, I, I try to correct them and say, like, I was more of like a professional sunflower seed spitter. <laughs> um, got paid a couple of years of high salary. But other than that, uh, yeah, I barely played there. <laughs> well, you did play a lot at ASU, and that's exactly what we want to talk to you about. A lot's been going on in the ASU football program. Just what are your initial thoughts on kind of everything that's transpired over the last couple of months? I mean, I'll just try to keep it simple. I think it sucks. I mean, that's really how I feel. It sucks. Um, and I think it sucks because ASU had, I think, such such momentum, right? Herm Edwards came in. They're trying to run a, a pro model system there. Um, with how they're approaching recruiting and how they're approaching their offense and defensive system, right? And so the recruiting took off. We started to see some success. And then with the impending investigation, I think that took the momentum away from last season. And, and now it's really blown up. And I, I would imagine at the end of the year, Herm's probably not going to be retained. And, and it's going to be a, a start over rebuild project. And that's just really, really hard to do at this level of football. For sure. You you mentioned Herm and kind of the state of what's going on. Jaden Daniels transferring. What are your kind of initial reactions to JD5 leaving and then President Michael Crow's comments about Herm Edwards and how he's got his back? Uh, I mean, Michael Crow, uh, he, I mean, I, I think he's in a tough position to answer that question first because you have a big investigation going on right now. You don't know what your sanctions are going to be. You don't know if you're going to miss bowl games. You're not you're you're in a late period of trying to hire a new coach, which new coach would want to come here, not knowing uh, what the sanctions might be. Right. So I think Michael Crow kind of has to be where he's at or take that position. As far as Jaden Daniels, I mean, I, I try to stay out of those conversations with guys in the transfer portal only because I've been there before, both in college and in the NFL and and 
we, we've turned college sports into a business. I'm fine with that. The NFL is obviously a business. And so to me, this is just a kid and his family making a business decision that that best fits him. And I think with this model of the NIL and, and where we are, I think, I think fans are going to have to get used to the quote unquote disloyalty if that's what they get mm-hmm. upset about. Um, so you, I know you said you didn't want to comment on the Jaden situation in particular, but you did, you did tweet about the, the video that came out from the locker room after that news came out. Um, you, you said, quote, not a good look. This football team needs some leaders right now. As someone who's obviously been in the ASU locker room, been in a professional locker room, uh, what kind of concerns do you have from that, that, from that video and the, as you put it, the lack of leadership that appears to be in the locker room? Yeah, well, I mean, obviously, when you're starting quarterback transfers, you're you're going to have some guys who are emotional because they're really dependent on that player, right? Um, but to me, a lot of times, if you're a if if it's healthy and you're leading your team, um, guys will take the position like, "Hey, we love Jaden. We know what kind of leader he is. We know he's not a selfish guy. He's he's got to do something that's best for him, and and we're going to cheer him on." When when you see players who are like basically happy he's out of there, I think that speaks to just the division or the fracture. Um, I went through some of that from, from when I played at ASU because of, of the, the quarterback controversy that I went through and a lot of the things that got talked about and rumors that got spread around kind of blew up and, and there was a lot of things around that. So I know what it's like to be in a situation where you have a fractured locker room, you got to try to mend it. Um, I think ultimately, though, for Jaden, he was just in a position of, hey, I'm going into my senior year. Um, this is a chance for me to make the NFL. A couple pe- a couple of years ago, we were talking about me being a Heisman Trophy winner and a first-round pick, and now all of a sudden he's not even relevant or talked about anymore. So I think for him, he's trying to put himself in a position to succeed somewhere else. Yeah, with with all of these moving pieces, whether it be Jaden or other other coaches, one guy that's still here at ASU right now, Coach Herm Edwards. Obviously, you've played with a lot of notable coaches, including Wade Phillips um, in, in Dallas. But with everything that's kind of gone on and transpired, do you think that Herm is still deserving to be the head coach at Arizona State? Uh, like I said, I, I mean, I, I guess my honest opinion is, Probably not. I mean, he probably shouldn't be the head coach at the institution anymore. I don't care what the I mean, look, just a couple of years ago before the NCAA has taken the position it's taken now, they would have suspended coaches already with, you know, lack of institutional control. Right. I mean, that we, we heard that all the time. So to me, the excuses that have been made for Herman, he didn't know what was going on. I, I, I think that's funny business. I think what it comes down to is he's going into his last year. I don't think they want to try to, you know, go through a battle of firing somebody for cause. There's there's no great coaches out there you're going to go and get right now. Let's just get through this year, try to get to where, you know, the NCAA and this investigation is concluded. And that way we can hire a coach, you know, who has a full, clear-eyed perspective on what this program really is going to be over the next couple of years. And I think that's ultimately what they're trying to do. They're just trying to bide themselves some time. For sure. Um, You and Jaden both had incredible starts uh, as freshmen. Um, He obviously broke the passing record that you held his freshman year. And in those times, both loved and criticized at moments by the fan base. Do those highs and lows ever get to you as a young quarterback going through it? And what's what's the maturity process going into, you know, your junior and senior years? 
Well, that's yeah. I mean, I went through it a ton and to pretend like it doesn't bother you, no matter who you are, it, it, it bothers you. Right. And um, to me, that kind of goes deeper into the quarterback position, the, the, the mindset, the, the mental gymnastics, the how you're wired, your upbringing, the people you have in your life, they're going to help you, you know, kind of work through all of those times. For me, I look back on it and think that I was an 18 to 22 year old kid that was really out there by myself with not a lot of, you know, uh, family backing or anything else. And I think to a certain extent, um, uh, that's where I really lacked. Um, and so, you know, um, it, it, it definitely gets to you and it, and it bothers you, but, you know, I looked at it like how thankful I was that I was able to start, uh, you know, the number of games that I was able to play, um, the number of games that I was able to consecutively play, which I was proud of. And then going three and one against U of A was another incredible opportunity. The way I look back on it is, yeah, there's a lot of ups and downs emotionally, but almost everything I still do in business revolves around football and, and really revolves around ASU. So I'm thankful. Um, and so a little early when mentioned kind of how the, the landscape of college football is changing um, with the, everything that's going on with Jaden and kind of the Spencer Rattler thing, a big part of that was whether or not the those moves were centered around NIL deals. Um, Jaden has had a number of NIL deals while he was here at Arizona State. I'm just curious what your kind of thoughts are on NIL and how that's impacted the how that's impacted college football and whether or not you have like a, a positive view on players having the opportunity to, to get NIL deals. Yeah, I mean, I love NIL deals. It doesn't bother me at all. I want kids to get paid and get paid as much money as they can as soon as they can. I'm I'm all about it. I have no issues with it. Unfortunately, I think that there's a lot of players that thought they were going to get a lot more than they got. And what it comes down to is just like on any other professional team, the people who are going to get NIL deals are people who have big networks, right? The face of the programs, the Jaden Daniels of the world, right? The, not, not your left tackle who nobody knows and has a helmet on all the time. Um, and I think we're going to see the NIL world work itself out because you've had some companies like uh, Built Bar at BYU, who I think did a lot of guerrilla marketing. And, and I think they made themselves money in the way they did their NIL deals. And I think there's other companies who who probably didn't. And I think everyone's going to kind of wade their way through this NIL landscape, but I'm all for the players getting paid. I, I just, I wish what the players would do is learn more about how the NFL works and learn more about financial literacy and, and also learn more about the agent world, because if these players make money, these top guys make money, they understand how to use this money. They can really position themselves with management companies and agents in the future um, to not be leveraged so much and pay their agents and managers so much money because they won't need so much money up front, which is kind of how this business works, similar to music industry or anything else. And, and, and that's, I think, something that players aren't really aware of. And so, um, you know, I wish colleges would talk to their teams about it uh, because they'd be paying their agents less money. So that's just, you know, my, my only complaint. Yeah, that's a great point in regards to NIL. Um, those those are really all the questions we have for you in regards to the current state of ASU football, but something we like to do with pretty much everyone we get the chance to talk to, um, ask you some fun questions, a little bit more lighthearted, get people to know who Rudy Carpenter is a little bit better. Uh, but for you, if you... Shoot, if you I don't even know. <laughs> <laughs> if you didn't play football or work in sports at all, what would you be doing? I would be trying to be Tommy Lee. <laughs> 
That's a great answer. That's the truth. I don't know. <laughs> um, if so, when you were at ASU, you mentioned the kind of the the U of A going three and one against them. Put a U of A aside. Who was your favorite team to play against when you were uh, when you were here? Oh, that's a good question. Um, I mean, I, I feel like I always played well for the most part against Washington State and Stanford. I mean, they were I mean, and in University of Washington, they were all like, you know, decent teams, I guess. I always played well. But I mean, I, I, I guess just being honest for me, I just always loved playing in L.A., whether it was against USC or UCLA, because that's where I'm from. Um, I, I didn't really care about the Coliseum as much. UCLA was kind of my spot. And so going back to the Rose Bowl and playing there where I'd seen what felt like hundreds of college games there um, for me was was really fun. For sure. Uh, so what I like to do often is dig and dig and find the most obscure interview from players in their past. And we found one from 2009 getting to know you. One of the questions that was asked is if you could be on any reality TV show, you said Deadliest Catch. Um, I'm a big fan of one of my dreams before I wanted to do this was to be a videographer on a fishing boat. Does that dream still hold to you? And do you want to go on a fishing boat with me, Rudy Carpenter? <laughs> I definitely don't want to be a part of Deadliest Catch. Um, uh, I'm so lazy now. It's ridiculous. I don't even know if I would be able to last like two minutes, but like a, 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 a fishing trip. Um, with some with some uh, uh, beverages would be totally fine with me. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. That's what we need to do. We need to get everybody together, and we're just gonna go fishing ahead of uh, ahead of spring football. Well, but also the next question that was asked in that interview was, "What food do you not eat?" And you said fish, which was strange. <laughs> yeah, I really. Do. I mean, I, I, I've changed a little bit on that. Like, I, I started eating sushi a lot, but like cooked fish literally makes me throw up. <laughs> if I even smell it, it's awful. Man, that's horrible. Um, going along with that interview back in 2009, you said at the time um, that Muhammad Ali was your favorite athlete of all time. So I'm curious. You've had a lot of teammates over your time playing football. If you could box any of them for fun, who would it be? Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> and why? I mean, to be honest with you, I'd probably fight the quarterback that drafted that that Dallas drafted ahead of me. Um, <laughs> like that bothered me so much, and like I felt like I was so much better. And this dude got like seven hundred thousand dollars more than me on signing day, and I was like, "This is such bullshit, dude." Sorry, I don't know. No, you're, uh, good, you're, you're good. good. You're good. You're good. And, and uh, yeah, and I mean, I, I beat him out, but like obviously, yeah, like I, I'd like to box him. <laughs> um, so an another question that we we've asked basically everybody is um, whether or not you had any pregame rituals, any any kind of weird things you did to get you in the mood on game day. Um, that that one's like kind of weird because uh, I, I I don't know if I ever considered a ritual or a pregame thing until like I just started noticing that I did it all the time. But uh, I I spent a lot of my life uh, with my grandma. She raised me. Uh, I mean. I shouldn't say all the way, but I mean a lot and spent a lot of time with her and and literally every every bus ride uh, to a game. I always just called her to, to check in. Um, and then it got to the point where I feel like I had to do it in order to, like, have good luck, you know what I mean? And all that stuff. So it never worked. I mean, I don't know. It was just whatever. Uh, but that was something I, I did. That's just being honest. Everything else, I, I try to change it up all the time because I felt like I hated rituals so much. Yeah. All right. Last question. I know your wife is the general counsel for the Coyotes, 
If you were to get arrested, would you call her and have her represent you? Absolutely not. It's, it's happened. Uh, <laughs> I would not. I would know. My wife is a great lawyer. Don't get me wrong. She's she's great. But like, like if I got arrested, it's because I did something. I just would not want her to even see the details of what went down. I just feel like I was figured out. <laughs> wait, wait. So you said it happened. You said it happened. Wait, is there a story to that? I mean, like I, I, uh, I, I um. I'm heavily offended by red light cameras, um, <laughs> and uh, I, I've made it my silent protest to uh, evade them, um, and um, it, it catches up to me every time, but I feel like I'm getting away with something for a while. Oh, man. You and me both, Rudy. I just signed <laughs> up for a defensive driving class yesterday, so. <laughs> oh, my. You know what's crazy about that? I had to go to one of those. Every person that was in there was in there for a chemical DUI, and they get to me, "What are you in here, sir? Red light, red light." Like, what? Like what? It's crazy. Oh god. <laughs> Definitely don't belong in the same class. Either. Yeah, right. <laughs> Definitely not the same class at all, man. But Rudy, that's everything we've got for you. We really appreciate you taking the time today. Yeah, guys, thanks for having me on. Appreciate it. Of course, guys. Some some great answers. Stephen McGee, by the way. That is the name of the quarterback. Went he to a and that was drafted by him. So, oh. Stephen McGee, if you're listening to this, Rudy Carpenter wants to got beef with you. Rudy, Rudy got beef with you. What was your guys's? So, you could go the funny questions or, or the serious questions. I know for me, I was really, I really enjoyed what he had to say in regards to whether or not Herm was deserving um, yeah. of the position because I feel like it was pretty cut and dry. Yeah. Like, if he was just being blunt, no, he he wasn't deserving or isn't deserving still of the position. But it it makes sense at this point. There aren't any you know top tier coaches that you're gonna go out and get. So it's almost like we're gonna bite the yep. bullet on the season and kind of move on after that. That, that. That's my biggest gripe with the whole situation is people always saying, "Well, let's just get rid of him now." I'm like, there's nobody, yeah. there's yeah. no one that can fill it. Um, no, I, I agree. I I think my favorite thing that he said, and that's something that's often really overlooked, is the NIL stuff and. It, I, I'm completely on what he said. It's yeah. like it, it should be a thing. These players should be getting paid anyway. Yeah. But they should. There should also be more, more of a learning curve to it. Yeah. And, yeah, I agree. and what he said was really profound about how players need to not only take time to realize what they're getting into, but also how it's going to affect them at the next stage. And he was a really um, big advocate of you know players saving money in the NFL and mm-hmm. and putting it to a better. Thing and putting it away, and I, 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 I'm just really glad he was able to come with these unfiltered kind of opinions. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I, the NIL thing was is big because I feel like that was always kind of my biggest concern when NIL came around is that kids would just get taken advantage of and mm-hmm. not know what to do with their money. Um, but for me, I liked hearing him say that, like, because I feel like a lot of times when you ask, particularly quarterbacks, whether or not like they let the highs and lows get to them, mm-hmm. they're like, no, like I just got to focus on yeah. the game. And he was honest about it. He yeah. said like it, it, it admittedly bothered him. Um, and I think that kind of gives you some insight into obviously Jaden's going through basically the exact same thing. Yeah, some similar, and, some similar um, So I feel like it kind of it's easy when you see Jaden transferring and kind of all of the stuff that's going on to just be real critical of him. But to know that like. He is a human, and the stuff that yep. he's had to go through, especially this last year, has undoubtedly affected him and uh, had to have been hard on him. And so I just liked him kind of being honest in, in that situation. For sure. Yeah, I think that was probably the most refreshing part. And obviously we love interviewing the coaches and players currently, but I think there is a difference when it, it's said and done, careers are wrapped up, 
And you can really ask some of these guys, like, okay, cut the shit. What was it really like? Yeah. Or what are your real thoughts on this? Because I don't know how many former how many former ASU quarterbacks in the last decade we could get to talk to that would give us, you know, their general opinion on look, ASU football deserves better right now. Yeah. Yeah, I mean that's what that's why I, particularly with Rudy, he's I mean, look at his Twitter, he's not afraid to talk about yeah. his feelings on ASU. Um like I had mentioned the tweet when the video came yeah. out. Um he he said that the team needs leaders and um, boy does it. Boy does it. Yeah, I mean that's it's it's just always great to like you said have someone who's been who's now removed from it and can speak freely but also is has been especially a quarterback considering yeah. the Jaden situation has yeah. been in his, basically his exact shoes and can talk to us unfiltered about what that's like so and awesome and i know sure. spring bowl hasn't even started and i know this isn't the main topic that we want to talk about but boy does this team really need someone to step up and i'm yeah. interested to see who is who's it going to be early in spring ball you know is it going to be one of the quarterbacks yeah is it going to be a defensive player because you you forget that you're losing like all of your senior level leadership yep. on the defensive end um, yeah, so. and like I mentioned in that video, those were defensive guys. Yeah, it's going to be interesting. There's definitely need for leadership, and it also talks like he talks about kind of the quarterback controversy he went through. This is primed to have a similar situation in the sense that there's we don't know who the starter is going to be. You have um, you have Paul Tyson and um, Trent Borgay. Like this, there's going to be controversy. There's going to be a quarterback competition, presumably. For sure. Um, so it's going to be real interesting to see how they handle that and like you said if someone st steps up and becomes a leader on the offensive side of the ball yeah i think it's almost gonna be a good thing it, uh, like, well 100 is. Yeah. You, you need something to change you need yeah. like a culture shift now yeah yesterday and, and you don't want like i mean before paul tyson got here you wouldn't have wanted a situation where trent Borgay is basically like i'm the starter now i know that like and he doesn't have to necessarily not that he wouldn't like step up as a leader and he wouldn't be trying his hardest but like to have you know that there's going to be this competition to push both of them to yeah. be their best yeah. um and kind of weed them out i guess is, is yeah. that's a good point is it's going to be good yeah. for it for sure yeah i mean you talk about it you a culture change what is going to get the team more energized right like i'm just looking at a team like asu basketball for example right that they it would have been so easy for them to quit it, it, it still would be easy for them. To, like, they're not going to the tourney unless they win the Pac-12 tournament. Uh, but this is a team that, through what Bobby Hurley has brought, like, the culture, it's it's not giving up. It's constant competition. And, like, that's what the football team needs. Are you suggesting they need to put Bobby Hurley in the slot? I'm not opposed to that. Put Bobby in, Bro, Bobby would be a dirty in slot a helmet receiver. and shoulder pads. I'm here for that. Put Bobby as like a nose tackle. No, a slot receiver. Well, I mean, yeah, slot receiver. He, why can't he? He can play both sides of the ball. Yeah. Oh, yeah, he's a two-way player. Yeah. yeah. Oh, and make him like assistant to the head coach. Play too. caller. Oh, he just well, play caller? No. He's right. I was going to say, <laughs> if we're talking about uh, Bobby's weaknesses, it might be the play calling. Jeez. Wow. <laughs> well, I think that's this is a great time to switch gears um, and <laughs> tell you guys Randall. about... A great offer going on on the DraftKings Sportsbook app. It is really, really good, especially for new customers. You can bet just $1 on any NBA team and get $150 in free bets if they win. Now, if you're not a new customer and you're gonna, you're a degenerate like the three of us, they still got some great same-game parlays. Is NBA. that the ad copy? Yeah, I was going to say, you can call <laughs> them degenerates. No, no, no. I don't no. like it. It's true. But I don't like it. I love it. You don't like. You don't want the truth. I'm a scum. You don't I'm like the truth. Wait, wait, like, it is just, what we are. Shane is on a different level than me, and I feel like it's just not fair to be lumped in with him. That's that's true. As in, you're less of a degenerate. Yes. 
<laughs> yes. <laughs> okay. No, you're a part of this show. We're all equal. Okay, I'll take it. That's how it works. We're in this together. The three okay. musketeers. The three musketeers. But we're gonna give three you the chance. Gen I'm gonna give you the chance to be just as much of a degenerate as Shane today. What's your pick of the week? My man wasn't prepared. As we sit in silence. I <laughs> I'm going with I I my pick of the week is oh what Shane's pick God. of the week is and I just didn't want to steal it. Go ahead. We can have a group pick of the you, week. Yeah, our DraftKings sportsbook pick of the week is Julius, Julius Randle over 36 and a half points, rebounds and assists it's every Yeah. Any it, given night. Any given night. Any given night. He's hit this in his last 8 games, I believe. Wow. Um they they have the Heat tonight. That is a cause for a little bit of concern, but I'm taking the over in that game as well. Um, give me Julius Randle's over PRA until I die. Death taxes and Julius Randle overs, baby. Wow. Is he gonna is he gonna walk tonight? Is he gonna run? It, it, literally the last two games have been a Julius Randle walk game. And if you don't know what I'm talking about, PHNX Daily Bet Show every Monday through Friday at noon. Um last two games have been a Julius Randle walk game, and he's hit it both times. So. Josh Hunt. Josh loves Julius it. Randle, baby. Josh loving the Julius Randle prop. But if you, if you want to get on in on that action, um, again, download the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Use promo code PHNX. Bet just $1 on any NBA team. Get $150 in free bets if they win. That's promo code PHNX at the DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. 21-plus Arizona-only gambling problem. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP. New customers only. A minimum of $5 deposit. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. Boys, ASU basketball. They're back. Like they never left. But tomorrow, they've got a rematch against Utah. When yeah. I first got here, that was the first game. Was watching that. Boy, was it ugly. That no. was probably the worst basketball I've ever seen. But this is a different ASU team. I was watching the Duke game two, two days ago, the Duke-Virginia game. And I was just blown away by how good they moved the ball. It's just the quality of basketball. Yeah. And um, it's, yeah. Well, I think Utah is going to be favored, which is crazy. They are favored. They are. Really? What? Your favorite. What's the line? Uh, the line hasn't come out, but according to ESPN, they're favored. Okay. Um, well, they did play Arizona close. I know they lost by 20, but it was close the whole most of the game. Um, and then Kirk Carissa went nuclear and had a triple-double. And also this team beat Stanford and Cal in two consecutive games before that and only lost to Colorado by five. But only beat Cal and Stanford by It doesn't matter. They still won those games. It's not easy to win a game in the Pac-12, even though the Pac-12 isn't great this year. It's wow, still just not coach e speak is on today. Well, it's just not easy to win games in conference in general. Yeah. And I know Utah's Utah, but Utah almost beat ASU the first time around. This time, it's not at home. Yeah, but this ASU team is different. Winners of four for of their sure. Last five. I'm very aware. <laughs> um, I, I I I just think it's going to be a close game. I really do. I think that's going to be a, a strong test. I think Utah's going to give it their all and might. It might sting a little bit if they do um, do fall because, as we've talked about over the last couple of days off camera, ASU can still get that seven seed and avoid playing U of A in the first round of the Pac-12 tournament. Things just need to line up. Washington needs to lose a couple times. Stanford needs to lose a couple times, and they have U of A and ASU to close out the season. So, ASU needs these wins. They need to win out if they don't want to see U of A in the second round. Um, I think this is a game that ASU should. Win handedly. I think they should too. I just think it's going to be close. Yeah, fair. How um, close? I yeah, uh, six points. I mm -hmm. am not sure what the line is going to be. I think ASU covers. I think ASU. I bet it's Utah minus two and a half. Some low. I'm really? taking the ASU money line. Wow. Um, I think ASU. A, I think ASU wins by like. I mean, probably like seven eight points. But I think it's going to be a game that's. ASU. I think this is a game that ASU should be in control of yeah. the entire time. Um, 
I just I don't know. I may I maybe I'm too easily like swayed by like what you've that they've done for me lately. But I just think this team is like you mentioned. They're they're different than they were the last time they played Utah. They're significantly better. Their offense has consistently showed up every night mm-hmm. in these last few games, and their defense has been consistent throughout the entire season. I think if that happens, Utah doesn't stand much of a chance. And like I like I said, I think if I think if I think if ASU is playing the way they've been playing on offense and defense, they are the honestly they might be the second best team at the very least, the third best team in the Pac-12. UCLA is a mess right now. Yeah, dropping the game to Oregon. Johnny Juzang uh, sprained his ankle. It's I, yeah. I don't know if there's any update on that, but it's getting messy. Yeah, Josh I, says ASU by ten. That's kind of where I was a little bit too much of a coward to say double digits, but kind of what I'm feeling too. Like I, I think I think ASU handles this game. I think they should win handedly. I think it should be a fun game, mm-hmm. regardless. Hopefully, there's no. I, I'm not gonna. <laughs> it can't be as bad. As the first time these two teams played, because that was bad basketball. It was. Yeah, the score. I, yeah, it was just ugly. Like it was like fifty nine to fifty six. Yeah, it was. No, that was a one point game. I think I'll go check right now. Hopefully it was. So. It was not a good game. But, but it was regardless of what the score was. The score was irrelevant almost. It was just ugly basketball all 64 around. Sixty four to sixty two. Okay, yeah. So yeah. Very very ugly. I'm surprised they hit sixty points so in that mine. game. Um, Kamani was the leading scorer with eighteen points. Wow. Was, was that the last time Kamani hit that? Much? <laughs> like, yeah, for sure. That was. The, yeah. Oh goodness. Well, let's let's see if you know ASU can repeat what they've done over pretty much the la- the course of the last month. Um, we'll be here tomorrow following the game. Um, gonna have a great post game show per usual. Hopefully, it's a meet us on milk kind of night and not a walk of shame. Should be. That would be that would be a lot of fun. But you you mentioned earlier UCLA big mess. Mm-hmm. A lot that just the Pac-12 in general. It's broken. You said it, last night. See, it yeah, is. you said it was broken. Yeah. That was a great, great way to describe it. So that leads us to the imposter. This week's Pac-12 imposter uh, segment, just absolutely perfectly. What, what the sound effect for it is a. Is that, I know what you, that was pretty good. I know what you're going for. Yeah, thanks. Uh, still poor Oregon State. They yeah. almost won last night. <laughs> <laughs> they were so they damn close get... to beating USC. They went to double overtime and lost by three. So if Oregon State's if is that is that position there reserved for the basement of the conference? Yeah. Okay, yeah. so it will get switched out. Yeah. Um, the basement of the and it's the basement of the Pac-12. It's like <laughs> this is a ba- it's like it's yeah, it's the cellar. <laughs> That's yeah. pretty bad. So Shade, I'll start with you. You you mentioned UCLA. Is that where you're going then for this week's imposter? UCLA is definitely number one for me right now. Um, I'd say my other two are Colorado because of what we saw last night. Yeah. When when this team isn't playing, when their two-star players aren't playing well and you're not getting crazy production from De Silva or that uh, freshman K.J. Simpson, then this team doesn't doesn't play well, good basketball. And you saw it last night. You saw it against Washington State earlier in the year when they lost by like 25. I just think when this team isn't – when. Things aren't going as well as they would hope. They don't have an answer. They yeah. don't. They can't figure out things in other ways, like ASU at the start of the season. Yeah, those are my two. And then my third, I'm gonna go USC. Yeah, uh, it was just that game. I don't know if you guys watched it. It was bad. That's... It was bad. I mean, Oregon State was playing really well, to be fair. And they're not. I know I said my cloak was wrong for this, but they're not that bad. They're not three and twenty-four bad or whatever they are. That's pretty bad. They're bad, but they're not that bad. Uh, and but I also just think USC is kind of the same to Colorado when they're not getting Boogie Ellis floaters at the buzzer to be Washington State or they're not getting Isaiah Mobley's threes or they're not getting a Drew Peterson game where he goes for 20 points. They don't really have an answer and they can't really win their games with defense anymore. Um, so those are my three imposters of the week, which is three of the best teams in the Pac-12 right now. Yeah, record-wise. Um, 
UCLA, I think, is is an imposter, but it's it's kind of hard because like if they're an imposter, does that mean Oregon's bad? Which I don't think is necessarily true. Plus, you mentioned the Juzang injury. I think USC is a blatant is yeah, blatant I agree. fraud. That's where I'm going um, to. I think they're a team that's going to get bounced in the first round and maybe maybe the second round of the tournament. The NCAA tournament. Yeah, um, I think USC gets upset um, in the tournament for sure. They just see. They, I just don't think they're that good. You, Oregon State. Maybe they're better than the record. They're still not great. They're still the worst team in the Pac-12, and they almost got beat. I will say though, I I, I do agree with you. I think they can get bounced in the first round of the Pac-12 tournament or the the NCAA tournament. But I also wouldn't be surprised if Isaiah Mobley puts this team on his back and they go to the Sweet 16. Fair. I mean, that's and that's the the he has that potential. Yeah, He's that, that I mean, that's the nature of of the NCAA tournament. Yeah. Like you can have one player just go stupid and kind of carry. Same with the Pac-12 tournament. I could yeah. see them winning it because of um, him alone. I that'd be nice for my that would be nice <laughs> for my bet slip. <laughs> but yeah, no, I just think USC is just. They are not the 16th best team in the country. They're no. not the third best team in the Pac-12. No. Um, I just think that the kind of where they are ranking-wise is overinflated. Yeah. Um, I just don't think they're as good as, as – if you're the kind of person that doesn't watch Pac-12 basketball, you're going to think they're a lot better than they really yeah. are. And yeah. I just – Can you, not that good. in a perfect world, imagine if ASU kept those leads against USC both times and they swept USC and UCLA? USC's unranked. I think. Uh, yeah, no, but I'm saying... You're saying from an ASU standpoint, being able to say, yeah, this team is sub-500, but they sweeped USC and UCLA, uh, something they haven't done in years, I'm sure. Like, is that, is that Would that have been enough to... No. Really? No. Yes. If they're sub-500, yes. A sub-500 team doesn't get an at-large bid, though. It just doesn't happen. I know, but like... I know, I know, I know. Sweeps over both LA schools, both LA schools at what? Was, you, was USC ever ranked in the top 10 this season? They, they were if close. they had beat you, I think they got up to twelve. Okay, so I mean, yeah, yeah, sweeping them both when they're ranked, and sweeping Oregon, like I feel like if they conversation if they for the beat, first four if out, they, if they beat USC twice and UCLA they had, twice and USC, they would not be sub five hundred. Yeah, they would be. They would be. They'd be what five hundred? No, they'd be or close to it. Fourteen and thirteen. Okay. So they would be they'd be a game above five hundred. I think that would have been enough to at least be in the conversation for forced four. Oh, out. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I meant I didn't mean I meant Oregon and USC because they already swept Oregon. That's what I was talking about. Oh, that's okay. what I meant. I'm sorry. I was gonna so, say yeah, UCLA sweep yeah, and yeah, a USC yeah. sweep. Sorry, that would have been but yeah, <laughs> that's tournament. We would have been celebrating. Yeah. <laughs> you that would have been absolutely nuts. Um, yeah, no. I you, uh, then in that case, yeah, no, I, it doesn't get them right. to the tournament. But, that's what I was talking about. Um, it still would be very. It would have been nice. Mm -hmm. I mean, we would have been celebrating those USC games like they were not frauds. That's for yeah. damn sure. Oh, I would, I would have been happy in New Orleans for sure. <laughs> um, told you who are your imposters. I, I'm gonna I'm gonna go USC. I said them last week, and I'm gonna stick with it. Now I know it's not the it's not the trendy thing to do to hop on bandwagons as, as far as you guys. But I feel like I feel like spring. I don't know, man. Because he was exposing himself for yeah, being I'm a exposing myself. No, USC, and I, I, I thought they were a bandwagon for, or I thought they were an imposter for the majority yeah. of the season. They're just, just watching them play, like it. Things need to go right. Yeah, yes. like it feel. It almost feels like they get lucky. Like yeah. they're not like a great team. By no means do I think that this team is going to make noise um, in terms of the Pac-12 tournament or the NCAA tournament. Could they? Like, do they have the potential if things go right, like you said? Yeah, but so can ASU. Like, if things go right and this team's feeding off the energy that they had, then most certainly, like, that that would be a lazy argument to be like, oh, well, if things go right, well, yeah, fuck. If, if things went right for anybody, yeah. then 
they'd be winning. But like, I just don't think USC is built. Um, I just don't think they're built mm-hmm. like people think they are. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, before we get away from basketball, I have a quick question um, for the chat as well. One team besides ASU and the top three teams in the Pac-12, who is winning? Who is your dark horse for the NCAA tournament this year? Or the sorry, Pac-12 tournament. Beside the three ranked teams and yep. ASU, Washington, Oregon. Mm. I feel like it, like Washington. Yeah. I mean, I, I could see, see why you're like why you would say that just because like the zone just can give people fits. But I feel and like they have they have one of the best or the highest scoring players in the conference. Yeah, Oregon, like Oregon is is. I don't know because yeah. like Oregon's, I think Oregon's losses to ASU are not bad losses. I yeah. think ASU is a good team, and so when you look at the other games they've played, they what were they obviously just beat UCLA. They were close to U of A. Um, like I think they're they're one of the better teams in the conference, and if. I don't know if if U of A gets bounced, then I think anything's possible yeah. in this tournament, and I think Oregon's good enough to beat yeah. UC, UCLA. Oregon too. Oh, yeah, UCLA. Oregon, Oregon a lot like ASU. Yeah, uh, struggled the start because of a bunch of new faces. Yep. Now figuring it out. Pretty Will, streaky. There's Will Richardson teams. playing really well, yeah. um, and even in the games that he doesn't, they find ways to win. If yeah. you if U of A somehow has an off game, like where they had that couple game stretch where they forgot how to shoot threes, and they somehow magically get bounced in the first round, they like that. You, the Pac-12 tournament is wide open. I think there's four, five, six teams that could win the tournament in that situation. Yeah. Um, so I, I, yeah, but I think Oregon, outside of ASU, is probably the best team that's not ranked in the Pac-12. So you want to talk about how the Pac-12 is broken? The odds aren't available on DraftKings for the Pac-12 championship winner anymore. Well, how, gone? Yeah, they, they probably took it down because they're trying to figure out where they're going to put Oregon now after the win against UCLA, where they're going to move UCLA. Um, I would assume. Before the tournament starts and everybody, everybody's seated, there will be odds for ASU, I would assume. Um, so I'm crossing my fingers because I'm throwing a house on that. <laughs> um, just kidding. You know, you got, you got to throw a few pennies on it probably to make I'll throw bank. 20. I'll throw 20. You could have gotten, throw 20. before before the, yeah. the, the game last no, night, you could have got 20. Oregon. It was plus 50,000. Yeah. And I was able to get UCLA and USC plus at 5, plus 5,000 each. Yeah. Which, like... 50 bucks a piece. Which is, I mean, like, I understand it, but also it's like, this is conference tournament. tournament anything can anything, like, That's what I was telling like him. I just said, if, if, if Arizona has State. a bad game. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, exactly. If Oregon, if, if Arizona has a bad game and they lose in the first round, this conference, Not even that, like, anybody we, can win this tournament. There's injuries, like, we saw with Juzang. Like, obviously you don't want any of that stuff to happen, yeah. but it's not to say that the game. these yeah. guys are playing back-to-back-to-back-to-back games, like... Yeah, if they lose wear and Matherin, tear. or plus, if they, I mean, look what happened when they lost uh, to Bellas earlier. Like, they were a weaker team. Plus, hot shooting carries over. Yes. Yeah. Yes. 100%. That's yeah. what Oregon State did. They shot a ridiculous three-point percentage now, when they won the Packers. Arizona tournament. is also, they have a guy named Kirk Creesa who is shooting yes. incredibly hot. Oh so, <laughs> that carrying over, if like if that carries over and that team stays healthy, I don't think anyone Here's how you beat U of A's size. You don't let them rebound because you make every shot. Yeah. Fair, that, yeah. <laughs> Boom. Somebody, somebody tell Bobby that. The recipe for success. <laughs> somebody get Bobby on the phone. Don't miss, and you'll win. Score points. Score more points than yep. your opponent, and you you'll win. win. Yep. Wow, that's the key to basketball, ladies and gentlemen. Um, as we move on from basketball to the baseball diamond. I actually hate that transition. From the hardwood to the diamond. You ever, you ever heard those? Those just lazy transitions? The ones you do into our ad reads exactly, every day. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. I, I hate myself for it, honestly, but... <laughs> To, to ASU baseball, they've got a game tonight against BYU. They dropped last night's game against BYU. They dropped it just like the drop third strike. Sorry. Yes. Wow. Mm-hmm. And 
Pain, 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 that pain, was pain. Two runs in the top of the ninth. That's baseball for Bo- you. Bloop singles. God, man. Are the worst thing ever. That's why, but that's why I love baseball. Like, side note is because there's no clock. Like, yeah. The game's not over till it's over. Mm-hmm. And that's that's the truest form of. Too soon. Sorry, too soon. Josh. <laughs> so, what do you want to see differently tonight? Obviously, there are a couple different things that you'd like to see at the end of the, at the end of the game. But what do you think ASU needs to do better tonight, um, in compared to what they did last night? I mean, it's just catch the ball. Like it's like <laughs> it's like it's stupid, but like they don't really have to do anything differently. They played well. Like it's not like they were giving up a bunch of runs. Um, I mean. Obviously, it'd be nice if the the bats show up a little bit more. So even if they they have a little more cushion if they make these kinds of mistakes, um, but you just really the the key, like I had kind of said last night when we talked about it, is Coach Bloomquist just needs to to make sure that his, his players aren't rattled and they just don't let the kind of the 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 confidence they may have lost last night when these kind of mistakes happen. They can't carry that over yeah. and let the snowball. Um, but uh, I don't think they really need to do anything differently. They played a good game up until that last inning. They need to have yeah, the so. Hurley effect. Shout out yeah. to the uh, the ASU statistics, ASU baseball statistics staff on the box score. The weather we saw this before. It says a little nippy. A little nippy. That's what I the weather was that. last. Night. I love that. No, yeah, just play error free ball. Play yeah. mistake free baseball. They both they both had eight hits last night. The, the difference was the it's end the, of the game. The errors, yeah. I'd like to see Connor Davis like just. Just app, like he needs a he needs a two home run game. Like this guy has been electric for ASU really since um, their first game of the season. I'm pretty sure he's got a hit in every game so far this season at the least. Um, so if if ASU is going to win tonight, and I don't want to say get back on track because it's not like they fell off just yeah. off of one win, uh, but I think this guy is probably going to be the linchpin uh, to their success this season. For so sure. if he's able to get things going, um, I think this team. Like I said, and like I wrote about, I think this team can definitely make some serious noise. Watch um, some college baseball. Just watch college baseball. Listen to it. Listen to it. Bet yeah. on it. Ding. I'm anti anti metal bat, but it does it does make me feel like a child again. I will say that. Um, baseball or metal bats? Metal bats, because it's like what? what? It's like you don't. They don't have metal bats in the pros, but it makes me feel like playing little league. Yeah, I I, I love it just because it's 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 just so fun. I'm just on a. a Getting on my high horse and being like, player safety. Because um, that, that's my big concern about it. You're <laughs> so cool. <laughs> that's, that's the only thing I that makes me... Because, I mean, these kids are, are are only getting bigger and stronger as time goes on. And it's dangerous to have the ball. I love when up. you call them kids. I mean, they are. They're younger than me. Yeah. But... Does that make them a kid? Yes. So if you're 31, if like you're a... 31 and someone's 29, are they a kid? I'm not 31 though. No, I'm, it, uh, no shit. No, I, but I'm not saying they're younger. They're they're kid. They're kids because they're younger than me. I'm saying people that are younger than 23 are children. Oh, 23. Is I am. I'm really? a kid. I consider myself a kid still. Well, I'm saying the kid. The people that are playing in college are still kids. Okay. I consider. The, I consider. They're young adults. So when sure. Marion Jackson and Jalen Graham comes on next week, we're gonna hey, what's say, up? What's, what's up, up, buddy? Kid? Buddy. Hey, no. Buster. What's up, Buster? <laughs> Dave. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, well, I, I mean, it's just, I, I still feel like a child sometimes. I'm Dave, so. this is Buster, Chester Entertainment Cheese. <laughs> Dude, I swear I had a dream where I Googled that for some reason. <laughs> I couldn't tell you why I Googled Chester Entertainment Cheese. But <laughs> Thank you, Chris. <laughs> I, 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 I did. 
I am a kid, like Chris said, okay. and if I'm a kid, they're also kids. We're all Even kids though at heart. they're st- they are also they're kids and they're grown ass men because they're fucking launching bombs, bombs. at Phoenix Municipal. <laughs> wow, we're all kids at heart. You know that? I don't want to grow up. Everybody here at PHNX is a kid I'm at heart. I'm the Toys R Us, and you too can be a kid at heart if you go be a member at gophnx.com. It's. I was gonna say. I knew. I was ready. <laughs> Listen, they gotta be done. Okay. Go become a member of the family. You're gonna get either a free T-shirt from the PHNX locker or your first month for just fifty cents. Every time Totri does an ad read. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> just for signing up. Wait, we have it. Yeah. Somewhere what? on there it says Sean. Oh my Sean, god. Oh my god. Probably. All the sound effects, sound effects listed by. Let's see it. Do we? Is it there? Oh my god. Yeah. Yep, there it is. Absolutely love it. Well, if you want to hear more of those, you can. All you got to do is go become a PHNX member. And we've got some great merch, as always. Still 20% off sun shirts for I members. I almost wore mine this morning, Sean. Oh, we would have been matching. That would have been wow. bad. We got some phenomenal stuff here. Obviously, Shane's big on what these do for his muscles. Um, Sean is big on the texture of the shirts. We have some. I'm just. I'm not big on what they do on my muscles. I'm just big. Just yeah. You honestly, from He's this angle, yacked. you look jacked. I'm He's not yacked. even gonna lie. He's yacked. Not that. Not from that angle. Other angle, just total. But like the biceps go. are looking good from that angle. Yeah, I know. Thank you. I know. For everybody but, that's listening and not watching, he is absolutely flexing and just ripping the biceps his on his um, shirt. So they, they look good. Yeah. So yeah. if you want to be absolutely yacked like uh, Shane, go become a PHNX member. Get the yeah. merch. Like I said. When you become a member, you're going to get either a free t-shirt from the locker or your first month for just 50 cents. Just for I can't signing take up. This, I can't take this dude seriously. <laughs> the fucking dark-ass mustache, the blonde hair, and the pink little glasses. It really he, Honestly, if you uh, if, like listen to this, download this this podcast, beauty, listen to it, and then go watch it for a second time on YouTube. Um, but we have some some far foyer designs in the works. That's all. I'm not, oh, yeah. not giving you any more details other than that. You got to stay tuned. Sean doesn't have any more details because we don't tell him anything. You're fired. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Donald. Um, but it's for those bad takes that you have. <laughs> We're not doing this again. We have some fire designs in the works. Yeah. So possibly an ASU shirt. Possibly, I think we have a couple of ASU designs in the works. Um, but there's always there's always things coming. Stick around. I. We need a gold shirt. Josh, Josh with an all-time comment. Shirts that manage to go hard and stay soft at the same time. <laughs> That's, what we're, That's what we're about. That's what we're about. That's what we're about here at PHNX. We go hard but stay soft. We do need a gold shirt, Chris. We do. I, well, I mean, anything's possible. Kevin Garnett. <laughs> <laughs> but we'll get we'll get a gold shirt in due time. At some point. At some point. Next topic. Yeah. <laughs> the best topic of the week, in my personal opinion. I'm scared. Hot or not. Oh, don't be scared, my child. We've got a fabulous. Oh, who's hot this week? Yay! Hey, look the, at you, in finally. The, in the dog shirt, Pause, baby. Bro. In the dog shirt. <laughs> I'm loving the topics this week, mainly because I get to uh, I get to decide what they are pretty much every time. <laughs> uh, let's start with the seasons. Okay, we've got. So fall, I saw this. Winter, this, is summer. I, I saw this okay. on the I saw this on the rundown. I was like, let me preface it. Let me preface. Yeah, it. go ahead. Sorry. Is beforehand. When we were sitting in there, either before or after you did bets, Jacob was talking about how he saw fall for the first time when he visited, what, the Pacific Northwest? PNW. Yeah. yeah. Fall up north is beautiful. So he, he got the PNW, fall. he says. 
And while I was in South Bend, you get you get all the seasons yeah. there, right? What is your like seasons? Hot or not? Are they overrated or no? Okay, so no, hold on, because because you're about to give him shit, and I understand what he's saying. I know, but but I, I'm giving him shit for the way he framed it. Okay. okay, go ahead, give me the shit. No, you ask it better. No seasons, hot or not? Like we, literally, they don't, we don't get seasons down here up north. You get seasons. Yes. Is it is is having would you rather seasons have this? hot? Yeah, exactly. Would you rather have this or would you rather go? Thank you, seasons? Sean. Yeah. I thought you were just saying the changing of the weather. Is that hot or not? Climate. No. Climate. Yes, <laughs> um, yes it is hot. <laughs> yes. Honestly, yeah. Yeah. So I, I, I honestly like the warmth. Like, and I don't mind. Like, I, I hate the drastic change in temperature. Like, this the last two weeks have been terrible. Like, going terrible? from 40. Shane not being brave about it. No. Going from, like, 53 of a high to, like, 90. I'm just like, it's, what yeah, am I, be high what am I wearing? Week. I I I don't I don't really like the drought. I like the slow gradual increase and I'm not a I don't really hate the 108 weather like it's hot but it's not terrible. So Josh is living in Idaho sucked. Josh yeah, I agree. Yeah, but you lived in Idaho, not no, yeah. any state that starts with I blows to live in. Okay, Chicago would beg to differ. Yeah. Well, anyway, no, it wouldn't. Anyway, <laughs> have you been anywhere in the state of Illinois outside of Chicago? I've never been in Chicago, but then did shut up. But I mean, <laughs> Chicago's basically its own state. I see what you're saying. Um, seasons. I'm a Buffalo boy. <laughs> seasons are hot. Like I am a fan of the seasons. I am very glad that I don't have to shovel my car and or driveway anymore. Um, but I'm. A, I love. Actually, no. I take it back. I like this climate better because I'm wearing peak fall outfit right now. Like overshirt, t-shirt. Having a winter coat and f just fucking up the entire oh, fit God. is so it, it sucks. Um, and we both lived in very snowy places for a while. Not fun. Not hot. Not hot. Not hot? Ice cold, in fact. But you're going. Uh, wait. So you're going. Seasons are hot. I'm going. Seasons are cold. Um, yeah. Not I, hot. I, I was originally going hot, but I switched my. I, I, changed my I mean, mind. The, so not look, hot. The fall is beautiful. Changing yes. the leaves, absolutely beautiful. But I need Tire a slow, gradual, slow. Like I don't like the. Switching and yeah, mm. he brings up a good point. Like the especially like when it comes to colder weather, like it messes up your car. Yeah, no trust. Like yeah, and and Joe mentioned the the lake effect. Lake effect snow is brutal. Yeah, and that's all upstate New York or it's black ice. Black ice, brutal. Um, see, and that's another thing about New York is that like I love fall. Fall lasts about three minutes, yep. and then it's immediately blizzarding. <laughs> um, I'm a huge, but like I just huge apple picking guy. I love apple. Really, cider. you like to go pick apples? Yes, it, it was a big thing at Syracuse. Um, you know, uh, you have like a basket, like an apple picking basket. Yeah, you got bags. You get apple soda donuts. Fall is beautiful, but it just doesn't last long enough for it to be see worth him it. Picking apples. I can. My man is a fucking. I actually like you skipping. Candle. I can see you like skipping, going to, like from and, tree and, to tree. Yeah. Sean is a, a walking Bath and Body Works. <laughs> wow. Hold on now. Wow. No, I have to be the resident Michelob Ultra of PHNX. You're going to be... No, but the Michelob Ultra is accurate. I don't feel like... I feel like that's a compliment to you, though. But I don't feel like... I don't feel like the Bath and Body Works encapsulates enough of my, like, drippy outer shell that I have. My like, drippy outer shell. Like, admittedly, Shawnee like, Appleseed. What are you, a fucking snail? Shawnee Appleseed. I love that. Um, that's that's going to be on the next. That's going to be today's DSR, a.k.a. <laughs> yeah. Shawnee, Shawnee Appleseed. Apple um, <laughs> but Josh has got to be the most creative person. Like, 
in the live. world. Yeah, <laughs> alive. Um, but um, of all time, of all time, Picasso. Who eat your heart out, John? Uh, yeah, I was gonna say. I don't know. I was gonna. I was gonna say John Bon Jovi, but that's not who I meant. Wow. Okay. Um, <laughs> that brings us brings us to the next topic, which is a very controversial topic. At right, least to those me, always least, go well. At, at least to me. Yeah. At well, this listen. I, Boneless wings. You're talking to a Buffalo boy, oh as I have God. already mentioned. Classic only. Over or under on how many times he says Buffalo boy. You're, I mean, you're, you're talking seasons and wings. This is Buffalo, Buffalo 101. Buffalo boys 101? Yes. So boneless or not? Hot, which is probably a controversial boneless take hot. for so Buffalo. So chicken nuggets. They are, they are glorified chicken nuggets, but... If you're saying that wing boneless wings and bone in wings are ba- are like interchangeable, no, bullshit. They serve different purposes. Sometimes I don't want to have to go through the work of eating a wing. Sometimes I just want to pop in boneless wings. If I'm like, especially if I'm like <laughs> sitting watching a game or no, I like. Do you like, literally like? I just, just I like pop them in. <laughs> I toss them in. I catch them. Um, but like they serve different purposes. Yeah, go. (laughs) Um, But boning wings are better, but they serve different purposes. Sometimes I'm craving boneless wings. I don't hate boneless wings, but I much prefer boning wings. Yeah, no, boning wings are better, but sometimes I just crave boneless wings. Like they're different to me. They're They're saucy chicken nuggets. Yeah, but they're like crispier. Like sometimes I crave, I crave a McNugget. Sometimes I crave a boneless wing. Sometimes I crave a boning wing. They're just different. Neither hot, nor not, nor not, (laughs) nor not. So they're mild, mid. Mid boneless wings. Mid. That's disrespectful. Is that a new? That's disrespectful. No, I don't think it is though. I don't think they're mid. Yeah. What that? Okay. So to your point, they're what crispier? That's it. They're they're crispier. They're usually coated in a sauce. So they they're, they serve different purposes. Like just get chicken nuggets at the point. I'm with bees, honestly. Nah, because like I'm bo- not. I think they're different. I think they all serve their own they're purpose. Completely different. They're like us. Like oh boy. I'm not gonna compare. No, 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 no. You started it. You, you no. finish it. I, all I was gonna say is that they're, they're, they're all three of them are different. They all have their role in the team. Chicken nuggets, boneless wings, and bone-in. Yes, they all do something different for me. Now we have to know who is. Yeah, who is who? He's gonna give himself the bone-in wing. Yeah. Well, I was gonna, but like that would that if I was giving myself bone-in wing, it was only gonna be because I'm from Buffalo. That's the only reason why. Yeah, but I feel like the bone uh, wing your, is that's, classic. That's the purpose you serve being from Buffalo. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's his purpose. I don't know. I like when I said that. I honestly didn't have anybody in mind for. But now I feel like y'all do. Leah, no. Leah, Leah, you get to decide who's who. Hmm. She's gonna nugget. upset somebody. Well, yeah, whoever gets fucking chicken nugget, I know I'm gonna be chicken nugget. <laughs> I know I'm gonna be fucking chicken nugget. <laughs> Whatever. Toshi does radiate big chicken nugget energy. <laughs> I don't, what does that mean, man? You know what it means. You know, you know exactly what it means. What is chicken nugget energy? <laughs> I feel like I, I'll give myself boneless. I'll give myself boneless because I like. I was gonna say Sean boneless, Shane bonin. Yeah, like you sometimes go. you just. So I, I, I you sometimes you want me, sometimes you don't. It's just the nature of the, of the beast. You know what? Everybody loves me. Kids love me. The elderly Whoa. love me. You know what I mean. Earlier. Big time pause. You know what I mean. He said. He said. Children and elderly. The, A big time pause. <laughs> hey yo. Um, <laughs> oh my god. Oh my god. Um, <laughs> why is Shane Bone in though? That's what we got. He's like, classic, bro. I'm traditional. I'm classic. Been here since the beginning. Been here since the beginning. Suffered through the hard times. I don't know. Fuck you guys saying I'm a chicken nugget. Bro. You said it before anyone else did. You asked Leah and you said I already know. Yeah, I'm a chicken but I nugget. knew. Yeah, yeah because yeah. you knew it because you're a chicken nugget. 
You're a but Michelob? Like, you gotta Nothing. give me, what does that mean? Chat, is he a chicken nugget? That's fine if I'm a chicken nugget. I don't care, but like, why am I a chicken Call nugget? Call him COVID because he's coming for your elderly and kids. <laughs> Jesus wow, Josh. Gosh. Oh my gosh. gosh. No, 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 no. Jesus, Lord. B, I want B's opinion gosh. in particular. Who, yeah, why, B's, wh who is who and why? I need to know what B thinks. Tweet at us at PHNX underscore Sun Devils. Tell us who is what and why. Yeah, okay. Well, while we wait, while we wait for bees to, yeah, yeah. to give us the next answer, yeah. we've got the, the last subject that Jacob ruined because he showed you guys um, as he was getting in, in here. But the Mandela effect. Mm -hmm. First, before we get into the actual like actual clips, because I, I want to get your guys' thoughts on them. Uh, is the Mandela effect hot or not? I just I again, there's such weird. Like, what does that mean? Like, <laughs> like the Mandela effect is just there. Like, that's yes. like you saying, like, hey, hey, the body is made up of a lot of water. Is that hot yeah. or not? Like, oh, it no, just but is. You can, would you rather be made up of juice? No, I'd be Okay, dead. so it's, it's, it's hot because you're made up of water. But the Mandela, like... I like this better last week when I came up with the hot or nots. You need my guidance. Well, you weren't fucking here today, Leah. Well, so. I'm here now, so let's Bro. move on. Okay, the Mandela effect... Uh, just for the purpose of this, I'm gonna Jeez. say. Oh, what? Joe's comment. Okay, let's uh, the Mandela effect. Just for the purpose of this, of me saying if it's hot or not, I'm gonna say hot just because it serves a purpose in my life. Where I can look at something on the internet and be like, "Huh, that's funny," and then move on. Yeah, I think it's cool. Like the the phenomenon of it is is hot. I think yeah. it's interesting how people okay, fool see, themselves. See, was that so hard to do? Yes. And <laughs> in regards to chicken nuggets in. Chicken. Apparently, I'm just strictly a Michelob Ultra. You are Ultra. such a Michelob Ultra. Yeah, that was Ultra for sure. You know what? An astute observation. Yeah. Whatever. I appreciate it, bees. I don't take that as an offense. But you took the chicken nugget. Pretty I did take the chicken nugget. Yeah, that's yeah. When somebody can call you a chicken nuggie instead of a chicken <laughs> nugget, yeah, I take offense to that. But in regards to the Mandela effect, I think it's I think it's a super mind blowing <laughs> thing. <laughs> Let's get to the um, just. There's a couple photos. I'm interested. We'll start with Looney Tunes. Which one is real, boys? I can't see the whole picture. Okay, I feel well, like, it just says loony. Thanks, Jacob. I feel like the real one has to be, too, like, it's got to be the it's double the one O's. On the left. It's got to be the O's, because uh, it's cartoons. Oh, no, but it is the one on the right. I've seen this. It's the one on the right. The one on the right's the real one. Yeah, Looney Tunes, bro. That's so that, stupid. With the okay. U is right. Sure. But and this I, is why the Mandela effect exists. It's not because there's an alternate reality. It's because things are named poorly. Yeah, no, that's what I was going to say. Like, it's so, a cartoon. Where's the music in Looney Tunes? I don't know. I didn't make the cartoon. Uh, that's what I'm, I'm not blaming you. I'm just saying it's dumb. <laughs> I'm blaming him. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Add it to the list of just <laughs> bullshit. <laughs> Next one, please, Leah. Febreze. So there, the, I've seen all of these. Um, I think it's the. I can't. I can't read it. It says Febreze. I. Oh, I'm very. <laughs> aware one, the one on the left has two e's spelled like an like Breeze is actually spelled. Yeah. The, so based on how this works, I've got to say the one on the right yeah, is the real one, the one on the right because it has stupid. one. It's missing an e. Wow, and you guys fucking suck. Is it the one on the left? No, it's one on the right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah but I mean, like, people. Uh, people See, didn't want to be suck different. Or did you set us up for failure? That's my job. <laughs> <laughs> With all the with all the shit that gets thrown my way, I have mm. to set you up. Oh, I don't know ones. if this is on here, but Bees has a classic one: the Bernstein Bears versus the Berenstein yeah. Bears. It's the Bernstein Bears. Yeah. I know that. Yeah, it's um, which is another fucking dumb one. They're bears. Call them the Berenstein Bears. Yeah. You you okay? No, I'm upset. <laughs> okay, the last one we got. Oscar Meyer. It's with an A. Well, I'm really hoping that you didn't put all of the correct ones on the right side. So I want to say it's with an E. Um, 
So I'm going to go with that just because You're I'm going to go with the E. I'm going to go with the E because I don't know off the top of my head. And it's probably the A because you probably did put all of the correct ones you on the right I side. You think I made these? Yeah, he has no actual skills. <laughs> I didn't, I didn't make enough. these. Fair enough. So it's the one on the right. Yeah, it's the one on the right. <laughs> it's Oscar Mayer. It's a chicken nugget thing. Wow. <laughs> what has this show become? What is this? Is this the Toe Tree Roast? What? Oh, no, he was he was saying I was spitting about the bear. I did make you bears. the hot one this week, so Thank it's you. okay. You had your it. moment. It's only because he hadn't been hot yet. Yeah, yeah. Everybody yeah that's why, the, but it's okay. It's not like a new thing. The I'm graphics hot, made already. the rest of the year. The year? Mm-hmm. I disagree. Um, I just want to go back to Bees praising me. Thank you, Bees. What did he praise? Fact, Sean. For spitting on the Berenstein Bears thing. It's just like, name them things that make sense. So you don't think, you, so Mandela Effect's not hot? No, because the, the Mandela Effect is hot. People naming things dumb things is not hot. Like, okay, first off, the Oscar Mayer thing, like that is, that's Oscar separate. what? Oscar Mayer. Okay. It, well, it's apparently Mayer. It's Oscar Mayer because it's with an A. Totri Tendies. <laughs> Totri's a chicken tendy? Hey, I, I would rather be a tendy than a nuggy. Okay. <laughs> I'll call you t- a tendy Totri. Anthony Tendy. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> um, but, like, the Oscar Mayer thing, that's someone's name. Oscar so it's, Mayer. My or whatever, it's it's someone's name. So yeah. like that one is not spelled stupidly. No, but we all thought it was with an e for the like if you hadn't seen it before. Well, because it's pronounced Mayer, Meyer, whatever. But that is separate, different because it's someone's name. But st- spelling for breeze when it's literally breeze and putting one e yeah. or tunes when it's a cartoon, cartoon but you're yeah. spelling it like music. That's stupid. That's why it exists. Okay. Well, there we usually only do three. But well, I'm I mean, curious to see what Leah would have tossed up as a subject today. So if you have one off the top of your head. A Mandela effect? No, 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 no. A hot or not? Oh no, I did not come prepared for See, this. See, the the Mandela effect, its origin is like people thought Nelson Mandela was dead when yeah. he wasn't. Yeah. So like that, it didn't exist because of. Yeah, I know, but now, but the reason why. But the way, the reason it's prominent, yeah, because all of it's like naming stuff now. Yeah. Well, that rounds out a phenomenal fun day Friday. I we would say it was phenomenal. Yeah, we great interview. Well, the first I thought you said I wouldn't say it's phenomenal, oh, no, and I'm that like, was a, that was a great show. Thought, but no, yeah, I agree. 100. percent If you got here after the Rudy Carpenter inter- interview, highly recommend you go back, <laughs> listen to it when it's posted. <laughs> what? Josh is the funniest person what? alive. Bro, gonna flip when he realizes. Oh, Phoenix oh, is spelled. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah, if you Phoenix. missed the Rudy Carpenter interview, go back when it's posted online. Uh, take a listen. He gave some great answers. In regards to the state of ASU football and just some pretty funny answers in regards like him saying he got arrested. That was something that I think was was pretty funny. Um, but thank you guys so much for listening. You can catch us tomorrow um, when ASU upsets or not upsets when they when they beat Utah, when they beat Utah, when they cover, when they cover and beat Utah. Um, you can follow the show at PHNX underscore Sun Devils. You can follow me at Anthony underscore Tendies. Um, Sean, where the <laughs> Please change you? it to that. <laughs> um, at Sean underscore DePause. Sexy as always. There it is. Follow me at Shane Deef on Twitter. Dope. We'll catch you guys tomorrow. Peace. Peace.